Blog Talk Radio. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. is January Jones. She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The 11th Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome and remember, beware. Because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Greetings, everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous and wonderful day. I'm January Jones, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast today. As many of you know, my new brand is the Glitter Granny. Women wear many hats as we go through life every day, mother, wife, sister, grandmother, friend, but today I'm wearing my Navy interview hat. Nice things about hats is you don't have to do too much with your hair, you just plop it on. (laughs) Now for my listeners, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of a Kundalini energy? Yes, you heard me right. Kundalini energy. Tell me, do you know what the importance of your body has to do with finding your soul? Would you like to meet someone who has walked the walk and talked the talk in the world of spirituality and success? Can you imagine what it would be like to actually help people to learn how to achieve abundance? in their life. Would you like to meet someone who will share her own experiences, teaching others how to be successful and how to be spiritual at the same time? Let me ask you, have you ever heard of a lovely book called Elegantly Simple? If you can answer yes or maybe to any of the questions I've asked you, then you are in the right place. And I'd like to welcome you to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Now it's time to relax. Go get some wine, some cheese and crackers, and join me in the No Wine Zone. I'd like to tell you about my guest today. She is a spiritual mentor who teaches you to live from your intuition so you can embody abundance, the abundance that she believes is infinite in the universe. She is a certified 
Kundalini Activation Energy Worker, Theta Healer, NLP, and Reiki Specialist. She is the author of Elegantly Simple, a pocket-sized guidebook for transformation. She lives what she teaches, and her mission is to share her knowledge and skills with others and help men and women find the way to reconnect to their true power, accept themselves fully, and bring more love to the world through abundance of self-love in the first place. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show today, Tatiana Flo. Hello, Tatiana. How are you doing today? Hello, January. Thank you so much for having me today. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's wonderful. I've been looking forward to meeting you. I've heard so many wonderful things about you. Um, you know, and you're calling, if I would, am I mistaken, are you calling in from France? Yes, I am in south of France in the moment. I live between Miami and south of France, and for the season I'm here. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I'm in Sarasota, and I can see why you left. <laughs> We're having some really warm weather here. Amazing. Um, I love warm. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you, uh, before we start the podcast, how did the uh, pandemic, how did the pandemic affect your career? Uh, how did it affect your personal life? It's actually such a great question, straight to the point. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so before a pandemic began, um, mm-hmm. what happened 10 years ago, I'm originally from a USSR from Russia, grew up in Russia. And 10 years ago, I moved to the US to get my MBA degree. I met my ex-husband. I was So I was married. I had a career in finance and uh I had my own start, startup living in New York, actually, not in Miami, in New York, uh, the Hamptons. And when the pandemic began, mm-hmm. uh, what happened, I was traveling so much for work. Uh, 100 days a year, I was traveling for work, plus for pleasure as well. And, you know, uh, it was a busy life. And when pandemic began, my life moved to the laptop like for many other people, right. and uh, yes. from the whole world, it moved to just the conference New York, where everything was closed. It was very, it's quiet already, you know, it is, but it was even more quiet during the pandemic time. So um, what happened, what happened during the pandemic, Miami, Florida, and Texas, as you know, were opened. And I went to Florida for a short trip, from a very, you know, closed uh, place. Uh, it was winter time in the Hamptons, mm-hmm. cold. I was working from my laptop, and you know, it was mm-hmm. kind of depressing. <laughs> I went to Florida, and it was so vibrant, so alive. <laughs> and all the people, as you know, many people actually moved to, uh, at that time from New York, from California to Florida or to mm-hmm. Texas because uh, those states were open. And um, mm-hmm. that's when I had a chance to look at my life in perspective in mm-hmm. many different ways during that trip, specific trip during pandemic. And in that huge con- contrast, uh, contrast be- between my you know, day-to-day life and that vacation. And um, many uh, things happened to me internally because be- before that I would be traveling all the time for work 
or you know for, for pleasure but organizing everything for me and my ex-husband and here i was on vacation no plans such a big difference between uh you know between a closed pandemic new york state and florida and I made the decision to change my life completely during that specific trip, during the pandemic. And I know for ma many people can relate. For many people, uh, pandemic turned out to be an amazing spiritual experience because many people turned inwards. And that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, I was practicing, you know, uh, all my life, different meditations and mm -hmm. psychology. I was into esoteric, but here I went full power. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this on the show with so many of our guests, and I call it the pandemic pause. And so many people had to kind of stop, take a time out, and kind of reevaluate their personal life, and they reevaluate their business and careers. And for many people, this was a very important thing that happened in their life, and it caused that pause cause them to reflect on things that they could do differently. You mentioned that you were from Russia. How old were you? At, where in Russia? And how old were you when you came from Russia? I was born in Moldavia. It's a former USSR country. And uh, in 90s, 1990s, when USSR was falling apart, yeah. we moved to a small town in Russia. And I never felt like I belonged there. It was a small rural area with a very narrow for me mindset. I was always, I always wanted to escape. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I could, I did. I moved to St. Petersburg and Moscow, but I moved to the US uh, when I was 29 to get my master's degree in business. And since then, I'm living, I'm living in the US for nearly 10 years. Oh, so wonderful. Yeah. Now, uh, do you still have family back in Russia? I still have family back in Russia. Uh, my mom passed away, but I have my uh, dad and my brother, oh. his wife, and my lovely nieces. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And I'm sure you can keep in touch with them. You know, right now, we're going to take a break, and we're going to share something yeah, for people. If you are a whiner or if you know people who whine, this is for you. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Whine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Whine at Amazon.com. 
Welcome back. And uh, Thou Shalt Not Wine, as all of my books, is now available at audible.com. And if you're taking one of those long car rides during the summer vacation with the family, this is a great book to listen to and to give you some ideas for how to manage family vacations. We're back. I love it. I love it. I love the uh, how it sounds. People have been whining about whining. <laughs> it's so true. And uh, yeah, I'm sure your book can give people another taste of and or another perspective on life. Right? Oh yeah. Well, I do give them some uh, incredible ideas. It took a long time to write, but of course, I've lived a long life. Uh, we're back with our guest Tatiana Flo. Uh, she's coming in to us from France. And Tatiana, share with my listeners your contact information and how they can uh, follow you. So I have a website, which is tatianaflow.com, and all information is there. Uh, you can find information about energy sessions that I lead, mentorship programs, any online uh, group events, that I lead, everything is there. And my book is a link to buy my book is listed there as well. Wonderful, wonderful. And all that information is at the bottom of the screen if you want to copy it down and uh, check up on what Tatiana is up to. Uh, Tatiana, let's talk about your path and what led you uh, to this experience of oneness. And what were some of the things you observed when you were working with Wall Street professionals and uh, Silicon Valley professionals? Well, overall, when I was uh, building my finance career, working with uh, Wall Street professionals and raising money in Silicon Valley for my own startup, what Uh it taught me already is to create, to face fears, and to see that any, any, even the idea that seems crazy at the moment actually is achievable as soon as you pursue it, as soon as you really, really believe in it. Uh, and on top of that, I actually always was uh, interested in psychology, is in esoterics, in uh, different practices, and I applied it to my own life, and it worked beautifully. At the same time, uh, at some point, I realized uh, that I am living a beautiful, successful, from the outside life, checked all points with family, a house in one of the most luxurious places in the world, the Fentons, uh, businesses, cars, travels, everything. It was exciting. It was a beautiful life, but something was still missing. And I realized that that something was that the, this life is successful for many people, looks successful for many people, but for mm-hmm. me, it wasn't authentic enough. So I went to search for answers. I was I went to look for myself. During that trip I told you about uh, in, mm-hmm. in Florida, when I changed my life, I moved from New York to Miami and started to really, really go inwards more and more, uh, learning, self-exploring, and trying to find the answers I was looking for, I found them. Uh, it took me two years. It was a real path um, to 24-7. I was looking for myself, and I found that last summer I was through oneness, which is oneness with the whole world, with the whole universe. You find God, 
within and God everywhere around. And it's only possible to live through experience uh, unless you live through that, it's just words. But when you really live through that, you remember who you are from that point onward, you can truly create, truly uh, understand that fear is just an illusion and you can create anything you want in life for yourself um, and just being brave and great, courageous I love, your yeah, I love your philosophy. It's actually something that I've tried to live my life by. And uh, I've often said publicly, and I've told my family and friends, that if you think it, then you can do it. People limit themselves because they just can't think big enough. And it's a hard thing to do, isn't it? It's not easy because it takes lots of space on the way. What happens there, there is a, a gap between when you decided to go for something different. You make an internal shift that creates external, you jump, external shift as well. But there is a gap in between where it's only faith because you don't see the results in material life yet. It's only internal shift. And it's a scary place to be. And many people back up uh, or don't go there at all. But yeah. if you have enough faith here in yourself, first of all, and mm -hmm. just tr truly believe it's possible, whatever you're aiming for, then here the reward is unbelievable always. It's always, uh, or very often, even more than you could expect uh -huh. when you surrender yeah. to the outcome. Yeah, now let me ask you, what is kanda, Kandalini? This is a completely new term for me. I've never heard yeah. it before. Could you share with our listeners what it is and how they can uh, possibly apply it to their life? Of course. Kundalini is an energy. The word comes from India, but in different cultures it could be called differently. Uh, in Egypt it would call uh, Ka, in China Chi, uh, energy and so on and so forth. But for me, when I had that energy uh, entering my body, it was during that Florida trip as well. There, there were lots of things going on energetically for me as well. It came to me as Kundalini word. Uh, and Kundalini is basically an energy of life, an energy of love, which is the only true thing that exists there. And it's the energy, uh, it's a divine energy that heals everything. So yeah. I work with that energy during my sessions. A way, uh, it, it, it channels through me at, and to my clients to uh, awaken any spots, any traumas, any blockages that are um, stuck in the body. It uh -huh. finds them and releases and uh, dissolves them making clients feel more free and more connected to their true selves. Okay. Now, how does how do you go about accessing it? Is it a form of meditation? Is it hypnosis? Or how, what happens when someone is trying to uh, access Kundalini? Well, you know, for different people, it can be slightly different. I actually teach Kundalini activation energy work to my uh, students. Uh -huh. individually and everyone accesses 
slightly differently, and there is uh, through their own blueprint. So there's no one silver bullet, and that's what I do the best. I uh, create a space where people can find out how it channels through them, but every single person has an access to it. And for me, it comes through dance. My, my, I have a dancing soul, and I just uh, put the music, I start dancing, it, it channels through me, and it's so strong that when the client, of course, the client comes to me already ready for transformation, so that gives it an opportunity through me to enter uh, and help them as well to create that internal shift and that uh, follows with uh, a new quality of life. I, 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 dance and spirituality, I can relate to that. I have a granddaughter who is a ballet dancer, and mm -hmm. it's such a, an amazing spiritual experience for her and for us as a family to share it with her. Now, when you started this, did you go, where did you go to train to learn how to do this? Well, first of all, it came to me when I was experiencing oneness last summer, it came to me that I already know how to work with this energy, but I still want to learn uh, from masters. First, I, I uh, went to Milan and learned from, uh, it, it's a couple, Sandra and Siegfried, they teach uh, how to work with Kundalini energy. So I learned from them and they told me about their master, Pai, who is in the Philippines. And uh, right after that, I went all the way to the Philippines to learn from the master uh, uh -huh. who was in the very source of that energy work. But he always said he didn't, of course, create it, but he was one of the first ones, and he's still alive. He's one of the first ones who started to talk about that energy. Mm -hmm. And how and uh, people would start reaching him out and saying, "Oh my God, I experienced it uh, during, you know, d uh, when I was sleeping or spontaneously I was just, you know, laying there and experienced that." Uh, so he was the one starting to talk about that and teach other people, and then it just uh, becomes became, you know, uh, more well known. Uh, he would call it inner dance. Then there are other schools that call it Kundalini activation, and there could be many names. And for every uh, person, it goes through them slightly differently. So after learning from masters, I had to, in a way, leave the core, but shed off their blueprints and how it goes through them to find my very own unique blueprint, uh -huh. blueprint through which I can channel that energy. Oh, my gosh. We're going to take a break now. Uh, it's been 60 years since the Kennedy assassination, and I've written some books with some interesting theories. Let me ask you a question. Are you still wondering who killed Kennedy? Over 50 years later, the assassination is still a mystery. It is unfinished business for our country. Now, get ready for a theory that you've never heard before, but will make more sense than any other conspiracy theory that you've ever heard in the past. January Jones speaks the unspeakable in her book, Jackie, Ari, and Jack, The Tragic Love Triangle, connecting Jackie and Aristotle Onassis romantically prior to JFK's assassination. Did you know that Ari was Jackie's guest in the White House during the JFK funeral? 
He was the only non-family member who was invited by Jackie to stay there during the funeral. Aristotle Onassis was one of the wealthiest men in the world, with the means, the motive, and the money to order an assassination that was the perfect crime of the last century. Ari needed class, and Jackie needed cash. They were perfect for each other. Now, what is Camelot? It is but another tragic love triangle. Jackie, Ari, and Jack is available at JanuaryJones.com, Amazon.com, and Audiobooks.com, read by Ms. Jones. Today we're visiting with lovely Tatiana Flo, and we're talking about how to channel spiritual abundance into the material world. Now, how does your session happen and what makes people awaken during your session and realize that they can achieve oneness? How does this work? Well, first of all, um, the clients I attract are already spiritual clients that are looking for themselves, looking for that stealing. They might not understand that what they are looking for until they live through that. Like, I did not. It's just, you know, you, you have a sense, you're looking for something, but then the culmination is living through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it's an unbelievable feeling. Every time with every client, I relive it over and over and over again. Um, and it's uh, every, every session is really different and every client is different and how it happens for them, how they describe it slightly different. But I know that they're talking about the same thing because I lived through that. And I saw other people living through that in my sessions. Uh-huh. Um, so they're already opened for that experience. They're ready to live through that and live it in material life. And uh, that's how they attracted to me as a guide because I know how to get them to that state and help them to live it in material life as well. Okay, so uh, what, is, uh, what is one thing someone can do that they on their own could begin to try to uh, find the abundance they're seeking? What could our listeners do? Well, um, there are so many different practices you can take, and I personally experienced so many meditations, breath works, energy works. Uh, there are um, medicine ceremonies um, such as ayahuasca and other psychedelics that you can do as well that help you. But more than anything, those tools are just tools to help you uh, to speed up some of the processes. But more than anything, you need to really want that, want to find your true self and leave it, want to uh, release yourself from uh, traumas, from suffering and leave that freedom. So that internal intention makes those tools right for you in that specific moment available. It's always uh, through intention. Okay, and so this will help people find uh, financial freedom. Now, the mechanical... Oh, no, 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 I'm not talking about financial freedom. I'm talking about freedom, internal freedom that includes financial just as a part of it, but it's okay. the freedom from... Uh, mind programs from suffering from traumas. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. And abundance for me is much broader than just material uh, abundance. Material Mm -hmm. abundance is just a consequence 
of that internal abundance, spiritual abundance that you have. Yeah. Now, with this pandemic and everything, uh, and your clientele, do you do this? Uh, how do you do your sessions? Do you do it on Zoom or uh, how how does someone contact you and, and schedule a session? Yes, I do lots of online sessions right now. And mm-hmm. uh, be- before scheduling a session, I offer a free discovery session for 30 minutes to talk about clients' intentions to explain them how the energy session works with me. For some people, it's only energy part. For other people, it's NLP, psychology part, or or hypnosis part together with energy. It depends on the client, depends on the state, depends on on what kind of fears they might be facing that prevent them to reach that state of freedom. So discovery call always helps both of us to tune into each other to see if we are good to each other you know, energetically and from there we go into actual sessions or a series of sessions if it's mentorship. Okay, now is this always uh, one-on-one or do you ever do group sessions? I do group sessions. Uh, I've done lots of them uh, back in Florida when I was in Miami. Since, since I'm in France uh, here, I don't do, I do mostly uh, private sessions. I just have enough requests uh, as for now, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I think during this summer I will do a group session. So it's not scheduled yet, but there is a place in the website where you can uh, leave uh, your request for online group session, and I will include you if you're interested whenever I schedule it. Mm-hmm. Now, could you, uh, Tatiana, give us some examples of what happens to your clients when they find oneness with you, spiritual oneness, and give us some examples of how it makes their life different, how it changes things for them. I always say it's a different quality of life uh-huh. because uh, life, it's, it's impossible to live always being happy. You go, it's okay to feel different feelings. So you just allow yourself to feel them fully, not blocking anything, not get, getting, if it's painful, you live through that. But because you allow yourself to live through that, it passes away very quickly. It's not getting stuck in your body, not becoming a disease after because of that. So mm-hmm. that uh, you allow life, you know, flow through you. You feel everything deeply. But at the same time, you do have a choice. When you see the reality clearly, what it is, uh, you always have a choice to create what you truly want through your actions and reactions. Instead of going into the same pattern of becoming angry or irritated about the same thing, you you take a pause and you look at different perspectives uh-huh. and you choose the conscious one from a state of awareness. So it's a different quality of life. It becomes deeper and it becomes much more interesting and much more conscious. It's not necessarily, it's easy in some ways and more challenging in others, but it's definitely worth it to Okay, one thing that I'm confused a little bit about is you say that pain is the end of suffering. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
what does that actually mean? Because I think of pain as suffering. So most, mm-hmm. and most mm-hmm. people do. So yeah. what's your viewpoint on that topic? Yeah. So I offer to distinguish pain from suffering because mm-hmm. pain is just a natural, natural part of life. You cut your finger, you experience pain. Something happens in your life, you lose somebody, you experience pain. It's just a part of life. Suffering, though, and it's, it comes and goes. Like finger, you, it's painful in the moment, but then it heals. If you don't, you know, scratch it all the time every day, if you mm-hmm. allow it to heal, to be yeah. healed. So uh, suffering, though, is a mind-creative uh, program around the pain. When you're trying to escape the pain, when you seek for joy only, blocking the pain as a natural part of life, not allowing it to just be there uh, mm-hmm. as a part of everything, as a part of creation. And that bl- blockage always is stuck in your body and always creates a pattern. Because, for example, if you got uh, hurt by somebody who betrayed you yes. and yeah. didn't let it go and didn't uh, you know, live through that pain properly, yeah. what happens? You create a pattern. Okay. Uh, uh, people just are liars, or like all uh, men or all women are liars, you know, and then you go with this pattern and that's exactly what you attract. So mm-hmm. by trying to protect yourself, kind of, right, you do the opposite, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, creating that pattern and that your actions and reactions are based on that, even if a person is faithful to you. You're always looking for something what's uh-huh. wrong, and that creates tension and uh, obviously puts lots of strength on relationship with people. So when you okay, somebody betrayed you, it happened. Why did it happen for you? Every experience that happens for you, why did it happen to you? Where maybe you lied to yourself in in this situation, mm-hmm. and regardless, regardless, just open your heart again and see that there are people who lie and there are people who are honest. See everything as is, the whole creation, and just choose to see the truth more clearly next time. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Okay, okay. That's a fabulous explanation. And right now I'm going to have you meet some people who are priceless personalities, and they were Fabulous guests on my show, just like Tatiana is today. Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul? People who have faced difficult problems? People who have struggled to find solutions? People who fearlessly shared their stories? People who have not only informed you, but inspired you? People who have priceless personalities? I have been fortunate to host an internet radio talk show called January Jones Sharing Success Stories. And it has been my privilege to interview hundreds of guests. My guests have shared their stories, their struggles, their secrets, and their successes in their own words. In this book, we're talking about people dealing with problems such as incest, molestation, runaway kids, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, and starting over. Then there are my guests dealing with difficult physical struggles such as blindness, cancer, and birth defects that are beyond traumatics. 
My guests have all been exciting, eclectic, and energizing. They have amazed, amused, and even astonished me. I have adored getting to meet them, and I adore sharing them with you. Attention all listeners, Priceless Personalities, Success Stories Shared by January Jones, Volume 2 is now available at Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle editions. You'll be able to meet 10 amazing people who will be sharing their own personal stories with all their struggles, successes, and solutions sprinkled with lots of humor and hope. Priceless Personalities features a teenager who becomes one of the famous Supremes from Motown, a nurse who has a humorist helps people to heal, an inspiring laughter yoga instructor, a mother dealing with the loss of a child, an incredible motivational speaker, a woman who married five times, a gifted paranormal nurse, a wise economist, a funny female humorist, along with an older man sharing his sweet childhood in the deep south. January's guests are all amazing and amusing. You will never forget meeting them. Go to Amazon.com for your own priceless experience. Welcome back with another priceless personality who is visiting with us today on our podcast. Tatiana, you talk about it not being neutral, but rather it being natural. Now, neutral, natural, kind of give us your explanation of how this approach would help people in their lives. Of course. I feel lots of people are talking about balance when it comes to spirituality and uh, being neutral to everything. And I think, well, life is about feeling. Life is about feeling emotions. What is emotion? It's energy in motion. And that energy, at the end of the day, energy is, is all there is. So we're here to feel, not to be flat, not to be uh, neutral. So what I'm talking about, being natural, but at the same time, very well aware and conscious of every single moment you live through. For example, uh, if you feel anger, feel it, but be conscious about that. And when you are aware, when you you stop and ask yourself, why do I feel that? It's impossible to feel anger for too long, honestly. It's okay to live through that. But then it's, you consciously you turn that question into why, and then fi- by finding the reason, your reaction and action would change. You would just eliminate the reason rather than just being angry. Okay. Um, so that's what I mean by it. just be natural, just be you. Don't block your emotions. Don't try to be like this. This is death. This is life. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's up and down are okay. Just being aware in the moment. And what you're saying is basically to go with the flow. Uh, so and that's- yeah, but what is flow? Flow is uh, surrender and discipline together. It's not just, you know, allowing everything to happen to you. Uh-huh. It's making something happen to you through some actions and allowing something happen to you, but through reactions, you also choose what will be the, uh, the consequence. So there's lots of, no, it's not control, but you can't control life, but no. you can manage it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, allow it to flow more of your way. It's like a collaboration with the flow. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this past week, my husband and I, we watched an interesting uh, series, very interesting on Netflix. I'm giving them a free plug here. And it was Surviving Death. And last episode was uh, uh, fascinating about reincarnation Mm -hmm. and people who have come back and had amazing reincarnation experiences. So what do you think about uh, ancestors and uh, what do you think about things like reincarnation? Is that a possibility in your world? I believe it's possible, and I believe there are so many different um, uh, – it's so uh, deep and so uh, many perspectives are there when you start digging in to spirituality. And I've seen many things beyond material reality because I develop that, I go there, I look uh, for, for it. At the same time, on the very, very highest on the on the you know on the very core of it, there's only love and everything is one. Everything is one, and then from that everything else is cre- created in material reality and on the um, how would they say it on other planes as well beyond realities. So reincarnation, I believe in the reincarnation in past lives, future lives. But again, on the very, in the very core, everything happens in one point, in one moment. In reality, there's no past or future. Everything happens at the same time. But then for our divine game in material reality, yes, it exists. And it makes it interesting. And it uh, makes possible for evolution to happen through time and space existing. I like what you said about love. Uh, when my mother passed many years ago, she came back and I had this very vivid dream in which she shared with me that the only thing that truly matters is love. And mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, it was a wonderful feeling to have that message. Um, now, your mom, had, uh, you shared that she had Alzheimer's. And uh, did that help you along your spiritual journey, trying to take care of her? Absolutely, a lot. She mm-hmm. was Alzheimer's for 12 years, and five years ago, she stopped recognizing me. And oh. that was a shocking and painful moment at the time. I didn't know how else to take it. And mm-hmm. uh, what happened, it pushed me to spirituality. It pushed me to learn to communicate with her uh, differently not in the material realm, and I found the ways. And it was a beautiful journey of us together, not always easy. It was, mm-hmm. there were challenges, there were some things that I couldn't understand in the moment, but at the end of the day, what happened, I lived one week before she passed away in uh-huh. February this year. I lived through oneness with my mom. It was incredible. I was just sleeping, and she appeared in my dream showing that she was helping me on my path, finding my, my true self, finding God within, uh, by bringing the right people, by, by giving me signs to follow. And that what happened like last year, right before experiencing oneness, I would find all these feathers and all the right people would come into my life. It was just a magic one after another. And uh-huh. here she is showing me that she was there uh, helping me on the way. 
And then I felt so much gratitude for her. And then I felt this gratitude from her to me for following that authentic path at the same time. And then uh, be, behind my mom, there was like the whole uh, ancestry uh, from her side and then the whole mankind back to me in one point. It was a very intense experience living through oneness with my, with my mom. And then one week after, uh, well, actually in five days, if to be precise, uh, my first client really awakened during the session. And since that, every single client does. And in two days, she passed away knowing that I'm following my path and oh, I'm on it. Yeah. That's lovely. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that because... I, I feel awesome. I feel the presence of uh, loved ones that have passed. Yeah. And I yeah. feel that their love is surrounding me and yeah. helping. They're here to help, really. They are. Uh, okay. Well, this is the question I ask all my guests before we end the show. If you could have dinner with uh, one person, living or dead, which is me, who would you like to have dinner with? Right now, I would like to have a dinner with my man. <laughs> Actually, he's, he's just not in France. Uh, he's in the UK, and I would love that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, see, most people kind of go for really famous people, like <laughs> or something like that. And I went for the person who really matters to me the most. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's very sweet. I like that. <laughs> so now when you're looking at this, uh, you say that life is the main spiritual practice. So what you're advocating is what... I have said along is if you think it, do it. And you're advocating just to live your life with vibrancy and enthusiasm. Would that not be correct? Yeah, vibrancy, enthusiasm, uh, and honesty. Honesty with yourself first and through that with the whole world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> now, my dear, dear listeners, I hope you will uh, remember to go to Tatiana's website and uh, contact her if you have any questions. And she has a lovely book, uh, Elegantly Simple, or Simple Elegance. I don't know if elegantly I have Elegantly Simple is correct, yes. Elegantly oh, Simple. Lovely title. We hope you've enjoyed our time together. We tried to be informative, and we definitely try to inspire you. My upcoming guests will all be eclectic, exciting, and energizing, just like Tatiana was today. Next Tuesday, I'll be welcoming my dear friend, Bobby White, who is the author of a book called Wait, What, Where the Parents And she's written a fascinating book about helping your elderly parents of which I'm one, 